Hello and welcome to the Thursday show. This is your weekly 40k competitive hype show where we discuss the meta, the events, and get you as excited as we are about competitive 40k. Thank you for joining us live here. For those of you in the chat and for those of you listening to us after the fact, thanks for tuning in and we do hope you enjoy. Don't forget to leave that like and subscribe. Give us a five-star review because we are awesome and so are you. My name is Dustin Henshaw. I'm with Paul Away in San Diego preparing to give you another great show. As always this weekend, it'll be just myself and the infamous Adam Camilleri this week. How are you doing, Adam? Pretty good. From infamous to to, to dead to uh, all other things, the monikers are bound for myself upon your uh, ears and eyes. We are here to hype up two very delicious events coming out of this weekend. First and foremost being the ACO from Frontline Gaming. Uh, that's the Atlantic City Open. Secondly, we have G-Dub's very own San Diego US Open in their menagerie of the US Open series. And then lastly, we come all the way down to my to somewhere close to heart for me in Narracourt uh, for Terracon, a 100-ish 100, 100 player event in uh, South Australia. Should be a great freaking show. Uh, a word from our sponsors at Frontline Gaming. The LVO 2023 registration is open. Apparently two-thirds of the 40K champs are already sold out. Uh, the 40K friendly is probably not close behind. So snag yours. A bunch of, bunch of awesome packages still available as well. Go on, register register do not miss out do not let fomo get you at the lvo 2023 oh that is the worst fomo you could ever have i've 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 missed one lvo that i intended to go to and i never did again that was the worst feeling i hate that fomo we've been telling you guys make sure you get those tickets if you've been thinking about going it's such a great event and even though we have said the winner of uh itc might not actually need to go to lvo you want to for the first time some say some say you may not need to <laughs> the legends say it might be true. I mean, you have to absolutely crush everything else. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But um, it could be an option. It could be an option yeah. that if you're just that far ahead before LVO, it doesn't matter. It's um, definitely risky, though. It's risky. It is indeed. Uh, unfortunately, we do have a we don't have a lists for one of the events um unfortunately the g-dub event does not have lists live and in fact we are very lucky that this morning the the majority of players had their factions listed because as before i went to bed last night less than half the factions were listed i'm like am i we're gonna be able to cover this one uh but we're gonna do it of course we are we have to it's it's massive it's a big one that's right that's right um jumping in what's our first one this uh the first one we're looking at is the flg's atlantic city open the or the aco for everybody that uh Affectionately refers to it as an Atlantic City from Atlantic City, New Jersey, USA. Wait a minute. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. I think so. I mean that sounds that sounds weird so. for some reason. Got me worried now. No, yeah, Atlantic City, it's a thing. Okay. All right, cool. Not- I know Atlantic City's a thing. Okay, making sure. It's not in London, right? That's that's the only thing I want to do. <laughs> All right, so 191 player event, nine rounder. That's a massive event. Lots mm. of points here. Let's see what's uh What's going to be showing up there? The quick and dirty stats here. The Imperial Super Faction. There are seven sisters, 10 custodes, three Admech, five Astro Militarum, seven Grey Knights, and 10 Imperial Knights. Holy crap. Yeah, man. Yeah. Space Marines Super Faction. There are four Dark Angels, seven Space Wolves, five Blood Angels, two Black Templar, white, one White Scar, one Iron Hand, two Death Watch. Space Marines Super Faction always just bringing a big, a big spread there. Although Space Wolves uh, running yeah, dude. on the top there is kind really of Really interesting. Huh. Really interesting Space Wolves spiking up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Chaos Superfection, there are three Chaos Supes, seven Chaos Space Marines, ten T-Suns, six Death Guard, two Demons, six Renegade Knights, Chaos Space Marine outnumbering Death Guard. So, what? So, I can tell you, I did, I did the breakdown because I was like, what? what the hell is going on? Why is this? There's two <laughs> Alpha Legion, there's one Iron Warriors, and there's four World Eaters. 
So th- we see this happen sometimes just before a faction gets a, gets a book, gets a, gets a supplement, gets a set of rules. They get a little lift. They get a little wave that comes and carries them because people start getting optimistic and want to touch base with the models before they get the new rules. And yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened here. Four world eaters cannot explain. Wow. Two, I mean, two alpha legion. It's pretty weird as well. They're, I can't really explain it. They're, they're, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Everybody yeah. knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> they're just getting ready. Getting Karn is against. He's rallying everybody right now. Yeah. <laughs> and the Xeno Super Faction, there are five Necrons, seven Orcs, 17 Tau. They're not dropping in numbers yet. Ew. The Hive Mind Super Faction, 20 Tyranids, seven GSC. Yes. Yeah, yes, man. guys. Thank I you. Thought you I, thought you'd be stoked. I thought yeah, you'd be absolutely we're coming out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it's been a while since we saw GSC even close to being half the uh, the faction. It's been a while since so we even see them more than two. <laughs> That's exactly right. They've been usually like the one to three. Doesn't matter how big the event, one to three. Seven. It's a great, great, amazing thing. Awesome. I love seeing that. The Eldari Super Faction, there's nine Eldari, one Drukari, 11 Harlequins, and 10 Suriani. Again, nothing too surprising there. Aside from the Drukari not having a big representation, everything else, even again, the Drukari kind of dropping off there. So, to my mind, you could you feel free to check me if I'm incorrect there. The way Harlequins are playing at the moment is just better Drakari. For what Drakari, oh yeah, with Drakari, no, I agree. Drakari not having a relevant and potent shooting unit outside of Ravager, which is just like a Void Weaver, possibly worse, a worse Void Weaver. Um, you can just play and do everything Drakari do with harlequins but better and well, so i think that, i feel like that's what's happened there no that that i think that you're absolutely right there because a lot of the dracari players that's what they used to play like, unless they're making the switch like the the coterie army of renown that's mm. the that's the only different way to play dracari that harlequins obviously can't do they can't do yeah then i feel like that that has some play it's definitely gonna take a while to kind of because as simple as it might seem to play a list like that and i'm talking about the like the four up feel no pain uh fall back yeah. and advance a charge army like 60 plus racks, racks two yeah. or three two, two or three big units of grotesques like, and then yeah like exactly and yeah it's it, a it, list. it's see it might seem like a simple style list but it's actually a lot more complicated at its core because it's not as easy to play especially with some of the things that might be changing soon like I, it'll be a mm. big change for that too i'm gonna be interested to see how that uh how that plays out in the future but the faction podium then means tyranids topping out at 20 still tau falling behind them at 17 and then harlequins at 11 yeah, Harlequins are Suriani. A Suriani was uh, very close behind him at ten. I mean, we need to make sure we tell them everybody needs to know. Like Imperial Knights are also at ten. They're one behind them. They're they're yes. one away from me on the on the full podium. Dude, and so are custodes. Custodies, custodies yeah. are also at ten. There, there are some whispers going around. Some people have like saying yay or nay on some of these um these war zone um was it not uh, Nephilim changes? Yep. And people are of the opinion custodies will be jacked with those changes. Really they will be good because um, mm-hmm. they start the game with a significant amount of CP. Now that you've taken away all their good stratagems, they only need like three CP to get I the guess out of true, their strats. Yeah. And so they're, they're then you, the uh, opposing player, not having many CP means you don't get to spike into custodies. You don't get the opportunity to be like, I need extra damage. I need extra wound. I need extra rerolls into custodies. You just don't have that option. Well, and so, see, that's something that we need to actually discuss too, because that's, that's something that a lot of people are kind of forgetting. Like, the, the immediate thought about this, like, oh, we're we're getting way less CP, way less CP. That's not true. Mm. You're not true. You just, you get your CP more progressively throughout the game. So you're not going to have an immediate spike right off the bat. And you have to be a little bit more careful with your, like, army building spent, mm-hmm. spending of CP, like with the different attachments, relics, warlord traits yeah. kind of thing. 
And of course, well, this is all just through the smoke and mirrors of the rumor mill and the leaks. Of course, and stuff, yes. So none of this not going to give it yet. Not going to give it yet. too much agency. Um, but what do you? So yeah, absolutely. So knights, six renegade knights, ten imperial knights. Like technically, if we added those together, they would be third on this podium quite clearly, um, mm -hmm. with a big gap between them and the Harleys, whatnot. Um, why do you think Harleys are seeing a little resurgence? Because I would have thought Assyriani would be clear head and shoulders above them in the numbers. For Harlequins, you mean? Assyriani, I thought by now, Assyriani being in my mind, having mm. the second best list in the game would be clearly have more faction representation than any other Eldari build. But it's not the case. No, it's not. I think there's still, a, there's an argument to be made for the mix. There's mm. an argument to be made for pure Harlequins. Both of them have a lot of play. Honestly, like pure Harlequins, the luck dice are very powerful. Personally, I actually, I'm starting to prefer the, the mix build of the, of the Eldari with the, Harlequins and and the craft world. What did I say? What did I call when that when that book came out? I'm like the end. The end game will be a craft world held uh, Harlequins mix. That, that yeah. that's the end game for that. I mean, book. right now it's still kind of true because the mix is both on the Harlequin side heavy and then the Assyriani side heavy and equal on the the mix. So yeah. like everybody's it's it, it that's that's how you know the codex is actually in a good spot though. If everybody yeah. if there's that many builds and they're all evenly being taken, that's a good sign. That is a good sign. Uh, hello to people in the chat. Nikki D. Williams, Nurgle, Matthew. Uh, thank you so much, everybody who's joining us. G6 Branch, hello from Oz. Hello, my mate. Hopefully I'll see you at Terracon. Um, so there's a couple of... I'm not, not going to be around the bush. This event is stacked. This event <laughs> is absolutely stacked. Um, it has the first and third ranked players in the USA, in addition to just having guys like Anthony Vanilla, Brad Chester, guys who are just going to annihilate but let's run through uh some of the top players in attendance and what yeah, they tell are us bringing. who's there we've got thomas ogden who's currently ranked number one in the usa he's playing tau bringing a tau sept um in his previous lists um he has had like the full <clears throat> insane um msu all in on the crisis suit so let's see where he's at right now so he's got mm -hmm. a patrol starts with a commander in a crisis battle suit he's got long strike a unit of 10 crew uh one unit of three crisis bodyguards and two single broadsides which i am a huge fan of then he's got shadow sign and a supreme command and then he's got a vanguard um a commander in an enforcer battle suit an ethereal one unit of five crisis with uh a marker drone and two shield drones one unit of five crisis with three shield drones and one unit of five crisis with a marker and two shield drones um and there are different ways weapon outfits on each of the three so they're all kitted out for different specializations i'm assuming plasma fe features heavily like in in my mind they should almost all have a plasma and then some of them have a flamer some of them have a burst some of them have an ion depending on what you want to do or at least two of them should have plasmas but i don't know thomas is number one i can show I, like, I like i like plasma. yeah i mean don't don't tell him how to play his army out of yeah one. yeah guy, no. guy obviously he's proven himself at this point <laughs> Ah, never heard of him. Ah, I never heard of him. Who, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> what do you make of this list, mate? I actually really like it. I, I, um, it's interesting to see less of the shield drones in there, and I really like mm. the fact that he's doing that because it gives him points elsewhere. It, it, yeah, you lose a little bit of durability, but really, how much do you really lose with only? Did he he have, still has two and two and three. Did he have a uh, uh, Thomas? Here we go. Ah, there you go. No, please teach me from Thomas. Thank <laughs> you very much, here. mate. Did he have? Um, I can't remember if he had long strike in his previous list. If he had long strike in the um, I think in he the did. did list. You're in the chat, I Tom. You had long strike yeah. in your previous list, right? We may yeah, well I think, ask he, him I think he did. But if if that's what he got in the exchange, like he scraped points for long strike, that's a good pick in the current. Oh yeah, I absolutely. think long strike is gassed, especially when knights are on the horizon and long strike's just like half dead knight, 
half dead knight every turn just half dead knight i think it's amazing yeah, it's not even that like, he's, he's also a force multiplier too like plus one to hit yeah take yeah. there you go now just better First time, see, that's that's what I thought. I thought Long Strike okay. was what he managed to squeeze in here from the Adepticon variant. I think it's a great list. Hard-pressed to keep this man off the podium. Definitely hard-pressed to keep him out of the top eight. Who's up next? We have Anthony Birdsong, who's currently ranked number three in the USA. He's playing Asuriani. Hail, Hail of Doom, Masterful Shots. No surprises there. He's got a Battalion. He has a Seer Cancel, two Warlocks, uh, a Farseer, Farseer Skyrunner, three units of 10 Guardians, which I find interesting. We'll have to unpack. Hmm. Uh, three units of 10 Dire Avengers, of course. One unit of Howling Banshees, a one Warlock Skyrunner, three single Vipers, um, and two single Warwalkers. So quite a heavy MSU portion of the list there. Then he has an Outrider of Baharoth, one unit of five Rangers, um, one unit of 10 Swooping Hawks, two units of six Wind Riders, and one unit of three Wind Riders. This seems like it's a it's a similar variant to what Nick Nanavati won Dallas with, um, as in it's the... It's got the ubiquitous heavy lifting in the Wind Riders and the Dire Avengers, a small bit of counter assault in the Banshees. And then the rest of the list is given over to MSU and points getting um, options. How do you feel about this archetype? Uh, it's like you're saying, it's a very similar archetype to what we've seen that's very successful. It's the three by 10 Guardians that actually is a little surprising. Me too. Yet. I haven't seen yeah. too many of them. Is it? Is it just because you wanted the battalion? Like I don't think he needed it, right? Well, he could have taken rangers, and I think they have, you'd get a discount. You'd save some points on the exchange. I um, mean, the, 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 the guardians obviously give them more value on the Hail of Doom and Masterful Shots. Well, Hail of Doom specifically. Yeah. And bigger units of obsec. I mean, I don't know. It, it's interesting, too. Like I, I've never had a problem with uh, guardians. I just never saw mm. them in this large of number. You know, they just yeah. maybe well, one squad look- in the ranger squad. If you look at, if you take away the Dire Avengers and the Wind Riders, there is so much MSU here. Like three units yep. of, of Guardians, uh, three single Vipers, two single Warwalkers, and then one small unit of Wind Riders and one unit of Rangers. There's just a lot of stuff to be mm-hmm. on objectives and getting you points. Um, I think one thing uh, Nick had that this one didn't have, which I think's just fine, is I think Nick had a third Farsia for the the Uber um, Eldritch Storm. Um, I prefer two than three. Two is enough to threaten a decent one psychologically on your opponent, but you're probably not likely to do it anyway. Um, Mm. So I do like that exchange. I just wish there was one more assaulty unit, be it the small unit of Dire Avengers or another Howling Banshees or a Scorpion unit or Carandrus even. Uh, But I love this list. I think this is really well-rounded. Should be very, should perform really well. Yeah, we've seen Carandrus a lot more on the uh, Eldari list and I actually really like him too. He's actually been... uh... But pretty stellar. I think. I think you. I, I agree with you, though. Having just one more of those counter assault units, I think, would be good. Even just striking scorpions, Carandrus, something like that. But it's still an amazing list. Like it's incredible it's list. Eldari. <laughs> yeah. Um. The next one we pulled up was Brad Chester's, which was another Asuriani Hail of Doom list. But we wanted to do the snapshot comparison between these two, mm-hmm. just as a bit of a thought exercise for you guys. Um. And of course, Brad Chester won Rocky Top. Um. You know, three days super major a couple of weeks back so if you, you that score may not have gone into the top 10 and you might not be in the top 10 yet but he'll be in the top 10 soon so i figured ah, he qualifies um <laughs> so he's got a battalion and an outrider as well which is one of the reasons i wanted to do this because it's kind of the same configuration as above but i wanted to see the differences he's got two warlocks a, a, a two and two fast gears fast gear sky runners which essentially is the same um kit out Three units of five rangers, three units of ten dire avengers, two units of howling banshees, and five striking scorpions. Three units of five wind riders, so what, only one less wind rider than uh, Mr. Bird songs, but in three units of five rather than six six three. Um, then he's got an outrider with Baharoth, five corsair void scarred, 
Okay. Uh, five swooping hawks and two single vipers. So far less MSU, um, but it feels like it has more units that can lift, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, I think I like the three by five wind riders rather than putting two big ones and one smaller one. Uh, are they all cannons? Do you know? Uh, they'd all be cannons, brother. I would assume, just, I'm assuming just, yeah. so. I'm assuming ah, so. there we go. Chester has cannons while Birdsong does not. So interesting. So Birdsong's got scatter lasers and yeah. Scatter double lasers? What? Or, or double shuriken catapults on his wind riders. Whereas Even Chester's got really? cannons. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Thomas just said, yeah, Chester has cannons while Birdsong does not. Well, you know what? That, now, now the Guardians make more sense. He, he just, he likes those smaller ones, the volume. Well, yeah, exactly. He went for volume over the, yeah. over the, yeah. And um, scatter, dude, scatter lasers are good. Like scatterlasers are good. They're, they're just not catapults. good in time. They're catapults. Yeah, you reckon? Oh, catap- yeah, thank you, Thomas. Thomas is helping us out here, making sure. <laughs> I like uh, when you when you've got Jinx, when you've got Doom, sh- scatterlasers are fine, with the mm. exception of Intimer Contempt. If it's if your scatterlasers in the mirror match are phenomenal. Yeah, but um, only like half the armies have a Karma of Contempt. Yeah, exactly right. That's that's the issue, right? You take him, then you play like four of your six games to get into the top bracket and I'm contempting. Like, well, shit. Yeah, so, well, yeah. That does make a lot more lot more sense. Um, so in effect, Birdstone is playing aggressively because his mm-hmm. army only operates at eighteen inches. It's, Everything in the it's army. Interesting but, too with Brad. He's only taking mm-hmm. a unit of five swooping hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. Interesting. Um, yeah, so sorry, Nickety Williams. It was not scatter lasers. They're, they're telling me it's catapults. But um, yeah, it's it's all close range. It's all mixing in the middle, which makes me think the lack again, once again, the lack of a second um, offensive unit, um, mm-hmm. counter assault unit, might be an issue. But they're they're both phenomenal freaking lists. Oh yeah. Uh, who do you well. think in the mirror? Who do you give it to? <sighs> See. That's a that's a hard one. I it, we, 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 we're putting such an emphasis on how important it is to have these counter assault units in the mirror, though. I think the counter assaults aren't going to be as good. I don't think so either. I think no, uh, I, I think it's weird. It's weird, I, I, but I kind of yeah. lead towards Birdsong's list. So do I. Like, I feel like in the mirror, Birdsong's is better, but I think Chester's list might be better overall. And I like think Chester's list, uh, yeah, hands down, Chester's list is better. But again, in the mirror, well, in the mirror, yeah, mm, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see, we'll see, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they both. So Brad Chester and Thomas Ogden are on their way to ACO right now, and uh, they're listening to us in the car. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Your list sucks. Nah, Your list mate. sucks, Brad. List sucks, and we hate it. Why? Nah, why are you even going? What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like both these lists, I, and I yeah, love that we sure. got to do that comparison. Both top players, like one if not both of these guys, could very easily like this could be that they could be the top table for all we know. Um, oh yeah, which would sure. be, That'd be a great nuts. game to watch too. Absolutely. Uh, what's sure the, they, um, they'd have fun with it. What's the second event, mate? Actually, are you, should we pick, let's, let's pick a winner? Let's pick a winner. We got a oh jeez. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to pick my boy, Anthony Violence Vanilla. He's playing Nids, so not a stretch, but not one we read out. Because uh, he has, I don't think he's been to a big, big super major, and people are about to learn how vicious a man that guy can be with an aggressive list. So he's my pick. Yeah, I, I can go with that. I think, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to not pick the first in ITC right now, or first in uh, USA, right? Yeah, it is. It's pretty hard not to, and it's a great list. And he's listening it to is. us, judging us. 
<laughs> there's a lot of to drink wine. That makes sense, Brad. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, 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 I bought you some wine at the Stutter Stalling. I remember you like you liked your wine. That makes sense. Story checks out. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Moving on, drive safe, please. Uh, GW's US Open from San Diego. Tell us about it, brother. We had 118 player event, six rounders, so it's another big one too. And the quick introduction to the Imperial Superfection, there are seven sisters, four custodes, three admech, six Imperial Knights. Wow, they're just coming out of nowhere now. Space Marine Superfection, there's one Astartes. Just, so just saying, we're saying Astartes now, we're not saying Space Marines anymore. You had the, the, the mix it up for me, the same same show, Adam. The the lists weren't live. Usually I find the guys who've got Astartes listed and I look at what they are and they'll say freaking Iron Hand successes and I'll be like, your Iron Hands. You're going in the Iron Hands section. That's fair. Um, so yeah, but lists aren't live for, for this event, so no idea. Okay, one of starties. Five Dark Angels, two Space Wolves, one Blood Angel, two Ultramarines, one Salamander, and two Black Templars. Chaos Superfection, there's one Chaos Soup, four T-Suns, one Death Guard, two Renegade Knights. In the Xeno Superfection, there are four Necrons, two Orcs, nine Tau. High Mind mm-hmm. Superfection, there are six Tyranids and two GSC. All right, we're we're still we're, we're having above one. This is good. This is good. One third. Yeah, that's one, one third. One third. Of the, yeah, one third yeah. of the Tyranids. You know what? That's actually <laughs> impressive right now. The Eldari Superfection, there is two Eldari, three Harlequins, and five Asuriani, zero Drukari. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the Faction Podium means that Tower at the top with nine, with Sisters next at seven, and then Imperial Knights and Tyranids tied for bronze at six. What is going on at this event? My uh, please, please forgive us as well if these numbers are uh, a little bit off there. They are because it just by dint of uh, when the lists go live, there was only, I think there was almost mm-hmm. 30, high 30s, possibly low 40s of lists that did not have factions listed. And of course, I can't even click on the list to get to. So there's no recourse. That's just holes in the data. But we thought there's, if, there's, if they get about two thirds to three quarters of the factions listed, we'll show you anything below a third. There's like no point. But yeah. um. So like the, the numbers could be a little bit uh, different depending on yeah. how many it is, but I mean, if we have that many of them, it's still going to give you a good idea at least. It gives you a snapshot. Uh, so yeah, Tau, uh, two, two above sisters who are only one above the rest of the pack. There's actually a decent spread once you get below the uh, the sixes, bunch of fours, bunch of threes, couple of fives. Um, mm. What is up with sisters? Is it just the coast now? Like they won BAO on the in California. <laughs> now California is the, the land of the Sorotus. Uh, maybe, but I mean, Admech one and LVO would, we haven't seen hide no hair of them very lately at all. Admech, so. that is a legit aberration. I've never, <laughs> a faction that won the LVO being a complete wasteland in the, in the five months afterwards is un, unheard of. Like it's just, yeah. that just boggles my brain. It's crazy though. The sisters actually, the armor of contempt, it seems to have given them the shot in the arm that they needed. It's actually crazy to see how well they're doing now and how, how highly uh, represented they are now too. Exactly right. Um, it's also, so I just pointed out in the chat, yeah, zero uh, Grey Knights, zero mm-hmm. Guard also in this. Um, also, zero Chaos Space Marines. They all they all, they all, all live on the other coast of America. <laughs> sure, they all went there. <laughs> they all went there. Um, and zero Demons. Like, Chaos chaos in California or on um, the East Coast is just, is just not a thing. All the Chaos lives on the West Coast. <laughs> Apparently. Does yeah. it all get on the same bus? Is that... So chaos there's, eight, there's eight, yeah, there's eight chaos. There's eight chaos players in totality in the super faction on the east coast. How many on the west coast? Thirty-four. 34. <laughs> Thirty-four on the west coast. How funny is that? That's something also I love to do. Like just mm-hmm. show the disparity between different different metas and how different things can line up. Um, yeah. yeah, back to sisters. Are they all they're hyped up to be? I think they are. I think they're better than even even that. I think they're possibly sitting just under the S tier right now, like they're in that AA plus area. Um, I think they're incredible. 
Yeah, they are actually, they're a lot better than a lot of people give them credit for. And you won't really know until you play a good sisters player. But when you play a good sisters player, you'll, you'll, you'll know. Cause it is, you, yeah, you, you'll know when they, when they have the right list with the right, like and they know how to play it. Sisters are devastating. I, yeah, I'm constantly impressed by what the, I look at a sister's list. And I'm like, man, that is a lot of stuff. And then you look at it mm-hmm. on the table, like all that, all, every one of those units can just do awesome things in the game. Yeah. And it's like, not even uh, that too. Yeah. Like the fact that we, we've talked about it plenty of times before, anything, any army that can army wide manipulate dice in their favor has mm-hmm. a huge advantage. That's why the Harlequins are doing well. That's why Aldari's doing well, because they both yep. have that. And yep. sisters have that too. They And now they get more of it. <laughs> so it's actually really, really good. And then, plus they also get Armor Contempt. Like it's it's actually, they got so much added to them without even getting anything in their actual codex. It's exactly crazy. right. Well, it, dude, and the, the, the just having double the amount of Miracle Dice. That's what I mean, when, yeah. When everyone else loses CP, and they have yeah. double miracle dice. Those miracle dice are going to matter even more. Like yeah, you have rerolls. I don't care. I just get the number I need. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Um, all right. Unfortunately, that that is pretty much all the coverage we can do for the U.S. Open. Uh, unfortunately, the list aren't being live. No players to talk to. Just going to move it on. But not before we hear from a word from our sponsor, Frontline Gaming. Absolutely. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. And we are back. Uh, another thing to let you guys know, our good friend Joe from Wargames Live will be supporting and streaming the, uh, the Wargames for Warriors, which, and what's what's cool about that, and what, the reason we wanted to point it out to you is not only because Joe's a great friend of the show and, for, and Frontline Gaming, but that's the first time he's been to the same event first time he streamed the same event so he's done a full 12 months of his little journey and you should all be he very much supportive happy anniversary joe and working live <laughs> a hearty congratulations and hearty congratulations ourselves and our our guest that's right angela angela lansbury supports you joe <laughs> <laughs> angela lansbury is very happy about it she yeah. that smile. look at her look at her she's planning a murder <laughs> having a great time <laughs> wait um, what <laughs> That's the opposite of what she's doing. She didn't just write those murders, man. She, okay, yeah. all right, all um, right. 
All right, last one, last event for coverage for you guys for your viewing pleasure is from Terracon. Uh, this is held in Narracourt, South Australia. 97 players, six rounder. 100% of factions were listed because hashtag doing it better down under is exactly what we're all about. I mean, you you better you better have it if you, if you one of the co-hosts is Australian. You have to you have to. There's no yeah, you excuse. Gotta do it. Don't no bring excuse. shame upon my house. Do not like bring shame. Yeah. Adam would have made up. The rest of the fact, I, I literally would have just it would have done it for yeah. you. Invented yeah, stuff. There was like ten thousand guard players, four military tempestus, one renegade knights. That's it. Everyone took what an battle. event. Anyone who took the battle of battle Mania. of Cadia. That's that's yeah. all it is. That's it. That's it. A beautiful meta. Anyway, take it away with the, <laughs> the faction breakdown. The Imperium Super Faction, there are three Imperium, three Sisters, six Custodes, two Admac, two Astro Militarum, three Grey Knights, and five Imperial Knights. The Space Marines Faction, there are three Dark Angels, three Space Wolves, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, one Black Templar, one Imperial Fist, one Iron Hands, one Death Watch. Yeah, boy. Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marine, four T-Suns, six Death Guard, four Demons, four Renegade Knights. Wow, this is like a really great spread. Holy crap. Beautiful. Xeno Super Faction, two Necrons, four Orcs, eight Tau. That's still not that bad. Hive Mind Super Faction, 12 Tyranids and no GSC. All right, I'm done. That's... See ya. Yeah, never mind. You ruined I'll everything. Take you from you. I'll take the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> Superfaction. Three Drukali, one Harlequin, and seven Asuriani, and mm-hmm. no Eldari at all. Only one Harlequin. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So the faction podium then being is uh, Tyranids at 12, then followed closely by Tau at eight, and then Asuriani closely behind them at seven. And then after that, it's so actually, you know what? This is not this is this is a decent spread, even with the 12 and 8. That's really good. So the top three is pretty much exactly what you expect. But as soon as you go after that, it actually is a gorgeously spread event. Well yeah, done, Australia. You, the world is happy. The world, the world is, is happy. Yeah, like, Everything we're, is we're right. impressed. We're impressed. My meta is, my meta is, is a semblance of health of, of health, and everyone else is screwed. This is fine. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not wrong. Because I mean, even the, these are the three we would expect to see on here, but they're not like astronomically higher than everything else. Like they're kind yeah. of, they're almost in line. So it's kind of nice. Mm. I got to go play in Australia. Uh, once again, three Chaos Space Marine players, um, which is a little bit of an aberration. Like, there was seven at the previous... There's, I mean, there's a total of ten in the entire weekend on these three events. But still, it's a lot more than they used to. Uh, mm-hmm. The top players in attendance here. This, once again, is a very stacked uh, Australian event with essentially, like, the best half the country in attendance. Um Queensland's not coming. Most of, South, most of New South Wales isn't coming. Some of you know, WA is not coming, but Victoria, plenty of Victorians and South Australians for those following along at home or know anything about Australian geography. But Matt Morisoli, the current second ranked uh, player in the South Pacific, is coming. He's bringing Chaos Soup. It is word bearers and Slaneshi demons. I think we've had this on the sh- a variant of this on the show already. Um, it starts mm. off with a patrol. Uh, Herald of Slanesh, 10 demonettes, 3 fiends, 6 furies for some R&D and some no fallbacks from the fiends. He's got a battalion, 2 dark disciples so, uh, with a dark apostle, master possession and a sorcerer. I think you said this was going. 12, 10, 10 cultists, 20, 20, 19 possessed. That, Almost a full 60. 59. That's it. Why would you just take the last one? Come on, Matt. Just take this. My OCD is kicking in now. This list is ferocious. Um, I mean, it is a little bit triggering that he's got 12 cultists. And <laughs> somehow. 12 cultists and 19 possessed. One of those guys. Couldn't, ah! find, couldn't find the points. Drop, drop, a cult, drop two cultists. I don't know. Find some crap. Drop a fury. I don't know. Um, not, that, not that I think he would. Five furies to six furies is too good. But um, 
Yeah, dude, the 60 possessed all in juggernaut is present here on one of Australia's best players. How do you feel about it? Oh, I love it. I, I, I've actually been coming more around to the, I want to say 60 possessed, but I guess I have to say 59 possessed, but they actually, I've been coming around to it. I actually really like it, especially with the armor contempt and the things that they can do. I liked it. You know, what was it? Eighth edition. There was a bunch of people yep. running like yep. the 40, 40 possessed roughly. And it was interesting to see it come out in this meta now and do well. And now I see why. And it's, it's really good. It's really good. It can be so aggressive and it puts so much pressure on your opponent. If they mm. can't have the fight back to deal with that many possessed quickly, they'll get overrun. Yeah, it is. So it's interesting in my head. I feel like this is a, uh, a 20 nil machine. This is a yeah, run sure. your opponent over. What's, what's real rough about it is it's a list designed to uh, give your points as a opponent as few points as possible mm -hmm. um it's a differential like, list absolutely it's a differential list um so this list will just run you over and you'll it'll, it'll be done in two to three turns yep. maybe like and that's if they go second and you put some walls up and stuff um but yeah it's absolutely, but nobody's gsc here so no, there's no gsc no blips yeah it's absolutely terrifying what this list can accomplish um into especially into um Oh, sorry, no, because it's it, it, it's death of the false everybody. So it's not Imperium list. Death of the starting. false everybody. Yeah, it goes every everybody because this army can have. Uh, I think it's exploding force between prescience and the icon of excess. Yes, exploding force. So, so it, yeah, they, they they rip things apart too. It's not it's not just like they're hard to get through. They will rip you apart, destroy. <laughs> like, they will destroy annihilate. You. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're Imperium or not. They they hate everybody now. Absolutely bonkers. Um, Everybody next, equally. <laughs> uh, next top player in attendance is Mr. Adam Napier, um, TO of uh, Adelaide Uprising, which is kind of our LVO equivalent down under. Um, he's currently ranked fourth in the South Pacific. He's playing Tau, playing a Tau Sept. So this is the third, sorry, this is the second Tau list we've got for you guys on the show. Um, and it's interesting to see the similarities and the differences here. He's got a battalion. Uh, he's got a Cold Star Commander and an Ethereal. He's got Long Strike as well. Uh, so there's some interesting points. He's got nine Breaches, two units of 10 Crut, um, a unit of three and two units of five crisis which with uh three five three shield drains respectively so i can tell you which one is valuing the most it's one of the one of the five mans against five shield drains uh two units of four crude hounds a single broadside one single broadside a devilfish and shadow sun this is a bit of a kind of neat and tidy not by the numbers but it's a bit more straight up and down like it's uh a couple of like it's got the, the same amount of msu and the screens and a bit of the flex i actually really love the addition of the breaches um, when you need to go dig something out from behind a wall and you don't want to waste a unit of crisis because the clapback's going to be bad, Breaches and the Devilfish go and solve that problem for you. I like that addition, um, personally. It does struggle for not having a, a true second commander, though, which I think is the only real omission here. Yeah, but you know, I've actually... I haven't been as impressed with the... the I'm going I'm to say third commander because you have Shadow Sun too. It's true, like, yeah. Having, having a third one, I feel it's almost unnecessary at this point. I, I prefer... the like I love the Breachers and the Devilfish. I think that's an amazing ad. I like single broadside units too, just for the railgun rail that you can yeah. use when you need to and not give up too many points on it and not give up too many wounds on it either. The 3 by 5 by 5 Crisis is two Crisis short of what I'm used to, but it will do exactly what it needs to do. Like, I mean, the yeah. three man probably is the one with the burst cannons because they'll still have the volume of shots to shoot what they need to shoot. If I'm thinking about it in my head, I could be wrong, but I'm, mm. that's how I'm thinking about it. And obviously we were talking about long strike earlier and that's just a great ad. 
I, I actually yeah. really like the list for sure. I really like the list as well. I think I think it's really strong. It's going to do I, extremely well. Yeah, I do think the third the third uh, commander is overkill, unnecessary, unnecessary. What is it that the enforcer commander gives you? What's the buff he gives out? Obsec. Ah, uh, it's the obsec buff. That's right. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what he's missing. But look. Can't hold objectives at the dead, you know. <laughs> exactly, they're gonna die anyway. We, that's that's fine. I'm sick exactly of right. Tau. You you have the crew already, and then the breachers is actually really good for that too. And I don't know. I feel like Obsec for Tau is it's it's important so, to have some of it, but it's not as important for an army like Tau with Christ. This is why I really like the breacher add-in because it flips it's a, it's a, flips an objective for you by itself. Yeah, if you need doesn't to, need any, doesn't need much support. Can't get to a them. Of CP. Will go do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they'll just go and flip a mid-board objective for you without yep. giving away, like, you know, 300, 400 points of a crisis unit. Yeah, um, all right. So Tech Priest in the chat coming in with some local uh, info. Lovely to see you, mate. And Tivada Lucas. Yeah, Adelaide was won by Matt and he used his uh, Keepers and Termies. That was right at the start of Ninth Edition. Like, that was yeah. one of the first Ninth Edition events. That was a crazy crazy deal um the last list i wanted to draw our attention to is ash cross who's a local narrow court legend um been you know run helping run and, and part of the terror group for terracon forever and always like to chuck a local in when i know a local um so he's playing freebooters playing orcs we haven't had orc lifts on here in a while i think since mork perry <laughs> so wanted to highlight this one uh this is an outrider and a patrol the outrider has a big mech with kff six commandos two to four death copters three scrap jets one rocket truck squeak buggy two to six storm boys one mech gun and two was bomb blaster jets so two planes uh then in the patrol he's got a smashy war boss on war bike 10 gretchen another three death copters and three war bikes this is an interesting list uh it's pr what i love about it is the speed makes the makes your you know your opponent's terrain kind of not matter you're always going to get an angle it's surprisingly durable against small arms fire like some of the little bits and pieces put out by some armies like non-rending hail of doom you're actually kind of okay again too you actually get a decent mm -hmm. save um but you know otherwise you're just relying on a kff to get you through the hard times uh what do you think of it mate i actually really like this too i love i i, I love defcoptus i think they're actually very underutilized yeah. unit for orcs i think they're amazing they're fast. They do a lot of damage. Freebooters will be hitting even better. I like my goths too because they're good in yep. close combat too. Like they have a million attacks. It's crazy. I love them. And I think uh, this is actually a really good mix of like Def Cop is a, the one big unit of scrap chats. One squid buggy mm -hmm. is to start to get that buff for the freebooters on, goth on you. That, hey, I think it's like a really good list. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Well, surprisingly, like uh, I was having a chat with a night player who was like, uh, mm -hmm. didn't know what carapace weapons to take. And I'm like, dude, Eldar still exists. Uh, you know, Tau still have Kroot. Like there's a lot of reasons to still take a couple of like one, maybe two no line of sight pieces just to yep. pressure some bits and pieces. Like, are oh, you playing against Eldar? and you've got two storm spears or one or two rucker trucks can they take to the last on their sweeping hawks now you know yeah, or is it exactly. just like five turns of getting shot is gonna kill them um, it, it suddenly it makes a lot of people have to rethink a lot of their secondaries a lot of the way they play the yeah. game like yeah they're not as good but one th one of two things will happen either it's gonna scare them off of taking it or they might get screwed on it yeah they might get punished. screwed on it my bet and fail, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, the one that's got the five up invulnerable save and the minus one to hit perma, like, no, 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 no. You're not going to kill that one. But, you know, some people are taking two. Some people are taking, you know, you know, the wind riders as well. They're actually not bad. Like, rocket trucks, especially, popping wind riders feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, get extra, they get an extra rend in the speed wire as well, yeah? Yep, they do. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. Not trash. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do like this list a lot. I hope Ash has an amazing event. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably going to be picking. 
Oh, see, I, I wonder if I called my weeks wrong and this is the week of NIDS <laughs> and NIDS are going to run rough shot because there's a guy coming called Stu Trainer who's a who has who was crushing it with uh, Grey Knights who came third at Terracon last year with Grey Knights and that was his kind of first time he'd like smashed a podium and then he went and run uh, one um, Australian Masters recently and now he's on two NIDS. I've got a feeling he might win this event, so I'm back in NIDS to win this one as well. Wow. Well, I can't do that then. I don't. That's that's too many numbers. That's that's the odds are too much. Just pick a faction. Just like eh, I actually I I I'm going to be going with this uh, possessed list. I love that. I love that list a lot. Yeah, and Matt's Matt's an absolute savage with it. Um, we we should like what would Paul pick from this one? WWTPMD. What would what would the Paul Murphy do? Um, Okay. (laughs) He'd probably just like YOLO freaking t-suns I, um, I was actually i was about to say t-suns i think he's gonna say t-suns i think he would have said knights he would have gone really? like renegade knights or yeah renegade knights or imperial knights he'd just be like yeah knights knights are gonna hit a podium at this one then i would be surprised if they do there's still 10 night players so nine night players all told yeah okay mm. I, th- I think he'd pick t-suns <laughs> yeah i think i think he'd play t-suns <laughs> all right moving on to the palette the fuego goodness for those of you who don't know at the end of the show after all the thickness the crustiness the, the girthiness of the meta we like to take a palette cleanser and do a little <laughs> segment we call the fuego repeat where the so, someone just slops in some <laughs> all the evocative language coming out someone just chucks up some questions like sometimes it's a listener sometimes it's one of us just chucks in some random ass questions we give ourselves usually two minutes but there's only two of us so we're going to give us one minute you're going to be read out by the wonderful tech priest dicky um and then we're going to just answer them i have no idea what these are have you read them Dustin? i have not read them Ooh, yeah. this is the first time i got one over on you guys that's awesome well we i'd never read them oh paul i sometimes read the first them. time okay, well all right well we'll start the clock um, what warhammer character would most uh, like likely use the line i'm kind of a big deal people know me oh it's an anchorman oh because cool. oh san diego i get it now okay yeah okay. Sa- yeah san diego okay. yeah yeah okay who do you think kind of a big deal i don't know why but for some reason the first one that jumped into mind for me was marnie as calgar oh nice, nice. i feel I like thought... i feel like he's got he's got an ego Fulgrim no. is is my answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was gonna say Gilliman for some reason. Gil- yeah, I don't feel like I, was, I don't feel I like Gilliman would say too, that. I was, I was still in the ultra read thing. That's why I said Marnius. But I think see Bobby feel- G. Someone in chat said Bobby G. Too. I don't feel like Gilliman would say that. He'd have a retainer yeah. who he pays specifically. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like a sword bearer would actually do. See it this for guy. Him. This guy's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get Marnius Calgar to do it for him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'd have a retainer just for that purpose. Yeah. Uh, All right. Reset, dude. I have like 13 buttons to push in order to. Uh, 60% of the time. Oh, I gotta start the clock. 60% of the time, it works every time. Applies to what in Warhammer? Uh, rerolling ones. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 60% of the time it works. It's definitely. Every time. It's definitely 60% of the time it works every time for that. Like you mean rolling re-rolling. a one into a one? Into yeah. a one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, my one... There's, there's quite a few. There's uh, a lot. This is... Yeah, there this, is. This one, this one could be a, like a 20-minute answer. What's, what's an army do you think has like a perfect 60% win rate? 
Because that'd perfect be perfect. 60%? Like around a 60% uh, win and loss. It's probably like Harlequins is around the 60s at the moment. So my answer is Harlequins. 60% of the time, they work every time. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, 50 50 50 with a reroll. You know what? That actually, that actually, Matt, the math adds up for that. Hey, yeah. hey, you know, okay. just, just, just a pretty okay. face. Well, not know, quite, just, you know. but well, Matt, still, it's, it's closer to like 75. But anyway, let's, let's, someone said the psychic face. The psychic face. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> ACO head judge here, super full after Gordon Ramsay's man. Enjoy, delicious. Lap it up, delicious. In Warhammer, what escalated quickly? Horus Heresy. Uh, worship of the Emperor. (laughs) It did actually really happen quite fast. That's that's true. That's true. It really did escalate quite quickly. Um, that should actually that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Dustin, you got you got any others? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to think of another one. What, what else escalated quickly? Uh, <laughs> My actually, spending, what someone said. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good answer. My, my spending you on said, models. You that was, the winner. That's also a good one. <laughs> the devastation of uh, ball escalated quickly. Codex creep. Codex creep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that that is you guys are killing it. No, no. Codex creep is escalating slowly. I think that's the problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I because nothing. Yeah, it's just one book. Yeah, everyone has to cop it. One book, everyone yeah. has to cop it. I get you. I get what you're saying. I I, I do agree. With you. All right. Fuego. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, who has the best salon quality hair for reading the 40k news? It's Dustin. <laughs> 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 those uh, eyebrows are just chic af yep. yeah yeah eyebrows to define a matter yeah. right welcome to the 40k news to you today Ooh, it's good. steve freaking joel right <laughs> yeah it's steve joel yeah it's yeah, yeah. nice hair sure yeah he he like if, if we could get a panel of like well it'd be it'd be fulgrim again S- steve joel Adrian Phillips and Ooh. Paul Murphy would have the uh, would be Anchorman panel of beautiful hairs in 40 I was totally zooming in at BAO. I was zooming into his hair uh, during his I saw. game. I saw. He's got yeah. a beautiful head of hair. What can we say? Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. Steve Joel's got a I mean, lo- I do well. have a beautiful head of hair. I just shave it because, you know, I don't want to show everybody up. And it's curly and I hate that. It's fair. It's fair. My hair's very curly. I'm growing it at the moment. We'll see what happens. Way <laughs> go. All right. Um, so what... <laughs> What do you look at in your hobby room and say, I love them? Oh, there's a lot. I love them. There's a lot. I love them. Um, right now, Relic Terminators sitting on my, on my desk, uh, Forge World upgrade kits, this beautiful, uh, black Templar Terminator Forge World shield. I love them. Uh, yeah, yeah, my bits box. I've got like a stack. I've got a little you shelf underneath my you desk. Love, you love you love your bit box. That's a problem, man. I love my bits box. What? Wow. What? Huh? You have... Did I miss? Oh. Did I break up there? Or did you guys catch half that sentence? I've no, got this I... little. I've got this little shelf underneath my desk, and my bits box lives there. And I just pull it out, grab bits out of it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I took up that whole question. Yeah, Dustin, Kellamorphs. You love Kellamorphs. I love Kellamorphs. How many? I love Kellamorphs. How many do you own? Four. Four. 
I love that you own one more than you can yeah, ever Yeah, why use. would you own one more? I, I could summon them before. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. All right, next Our one. Last one. So, okay, so this is a... I'm going to pause the clock. Wait, I'm going to reset. Okay, I'm going to set it up and then give you... So give Thursday okay. show Rumble. Each host, you can pick three 40K characters to be in your gang for a host brawl. Okay. Time starts now. Brawl. You can go first, Dustin, because I took the whole last question. Well, mine's easy, though. We're talking about name characters or just characters in general? Anybody. Uh, it'll still be the same, actually. Uh, <laughs> that, that, if, we're, if we're just doing a straight-up brawl, that's Jeez, easy. Yes, no Keller Morphs. Four Keller Morphs. Four Keller Morphs. I mean, obviously, that's my whole team. I, th- I bring three, and I summon one. No, it, for me, it would just be uh, Death Leaper, the Red Terror, and Old One-Eye. Oh. Let's go. That's Let's good, go. That's a good team. Okay. You, how are you going to beat them, team. Adam? How are you going to beat them? Uh, I'll take the original gang fighter in Abaddon. 30k Abaddon, not 40k Abaddon, because 40k Abaddon sucks. Uh, 30k Abaddon was a baller, and I would take him. Um, I mean, Abaddon? Yeah, Abaddon. Same thing, right? I think so. I actually don't know how you say it. Abaddon? Abaddon? You can take all your questions. Just try to say That's all you got. We're here for semantics, people. The actual questions, answers don't matter. Who else would I take? Shit. I would take Creed because like, he would just win somehow. Like Somehow he'd just manufacture a building falling on the opposition team. And who else would I take? Just I'd just take Corn, like actual Corn, the god. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Feel real I, stupid now, don't you, Dustin? Coming at my, 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 my sweet. I'm, I'm my making seat. them. I'm making hey, you had your chance to take gods and you didn't. I don't need to. Right? I uh, are gods. <laughs> so we got you some, know what? We, uh, we don't mind eating up a god. We, we have some good ones from chat. We got Mortarian, Abaddon, and Magnus. We have Abaddon, Gaz, yeah. and Karn. Abaddon, or, Gaz, and Karn is actually sick. Three bloodthirsters. Triple bloodthirster. Um, Gaz is a good one to bring into a Gaz, Gaz is actually, <laughs> yeah. If you go into a brawl, Gaz is a good uh, Gaz is a good pick. Karn is not, because he'll just kill all your guys. He will yeah, fray the crap out of you. He's good for the plot line, though. Karn's oh, yes. good for the plot line. Uh, yeah. That is our show, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's our show. Close us out, Adam. Oh, well, you closed us out. You brought us in. Brought us in. Oh, well, okay, fine. I guess I got to close it up for you then. Well, thanks everybody for tuning into us. I hope you enjoyed the Fuego as well. We always like that palate cleanser to kind of get the crustiness, as Adam said, out of our uh, out of our mouths. <laughs> well, the, all the <laughs> all the men we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, as always, thanks for joining us here live. And for those of you in the chat and those of you listening to us afterwards, after the fact, just make, thanks for tuning in and we do hope you enjoy. And again, just give us that five star review, guys. We always appreciate it. And uh, we will be seeing you soon next week. But don't forget to check out all the awesome streaming that's going on this weekend, all the events going on. Yeah. We have several great events. Joe's covering one of Wargames Live. We got uh, uh, G-Dub. Paul, G Dub's doing theirs, obviously, with the great Paul Murphy. I'm assuming uh, Not of Eyes with him as well for that one as well. Yep. Yeah. Correct. So they're going to have some great events there to watch, guys. Great entertainment this weekend. So enjoy. Let us know how we did afterwards when we. We, 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 we were good at predicting. We're good at predicting. We like to know. We like to know what you guys thought of it too. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week too, too, Adam. Good night. Night.